Hello, Slate Plus listeners. How are you doing this week? We miss you. We're glad to see you. Our Slate Plus this week is a special seance, a mystical seance that we were part of in Boston this week. Okay, let's uh, get started. You know, I am a pretty rational person, as, as listeners may know, but it's Halloween. It is Halloween, so we wanted to try something new. We wanted to, to um, sort of get maybe a little deeper, a little more spiritual on stage. So we're going to try to connect with our political ancestors um, and get some advice from them about how to deal with the remainder of this election campaign. So we'd like you to join us in a little bit of a political seance. Um, if you hold, your ha hold hands of your person near you, and we're only going to say... just grab your drink. Yeah. We're going to say, um, and some of these ancestors, um, um. um. Wow. Why, hello to all you smiling people. Welcome to the Wilburn Hill. The name is Twain. Mark Twain. You have enough room for your knees up there in the balcony? Like being seated in coach, but the little nuts they give you are up on stage. American democracy sits like a baby carriage on the crumbling edge of a high promontory. Available for immediate destruction at the kiss of the first stiff wind, which will eject little baby democracy like a cannon shot. Hurdled pell-mell and ass over tea kettle until it becomes but a pencil dot speck on the blazing horizon. In the usual American tradition, the politician seeks not to commit one single heretical treason to the body of accepted platitudes. Politicians are expected to fill to the brim the cup of public conversation with the flabby, banal, childish notions that challenge no prejudice and lay no burden of examination upon the weary mind. We have one candidate who has embraced this tradition, and we have another candidate who has embraced this tradition's opposite, seemingly engaged in some kind of a contest from Japanese television. <laughs> the contestant is rewarded for offending as many voting groups as he can offend. The traditional candidate does the normal pish-posh, to the public world, she shows her shiny scythe of justice that she will wield upon the Wall Street banker. The steel-tipped boot of Methodist righteousness from the middle of America, which she will use to evict those bankers from their golden commode. It's very wordy, ghost. But then she offers a far more convenient set of terms Vocabulary. to those bankers when she is clinking the golden spoon dinnerware behind closed doors. Asked in a recent debate to answer for her cuddly, cozy relationships with those whose faces glean from the emoluments and exfoliations, she ducked the question entirely. Indeed, it was such an act of ducking that hunters bolted from their beds at the prospect of such a bounty of fowl. And verily, it was a foul bounty. The other candidate boasts of a supernatural talent for success where a howling unfamiliarity with the basic concepts of public issues is somehow to be overcome by the associative stream of words produced in rapid succession which in their sum 
combine to give the listener the feeling that at any minute it will be announced that while you were scratching your puzzler trying to ferret out the meaning of that fog of words unrelated to the question at hand a raid had been made on your wallet your wife's honor and the national treasury who do we blame for this the pundits a stopped clock is right twice a day but an always moving pundit keeps one step ahead of the moving hand so as to end a 24-hour period without glancing the true thing that hovers just behind him what about the voters well they never do anything wrong now you all enjoy the show wow that was a That that was that was eerie. I was that was chilling. But who should are we, you? I missed we, who you were. Mark Twain. <laughs> shall we shall we try again? I guess so. All right, one. Let's try again. See if what el- what other wisdom we can get from our. I sure hope the next one is shorter. shorter. Yeah, I do. I do too. Ooh. Um. President Lyndon Johnson. I just do not understand what these good old boys in Congress are doing these days. That Paul Ryan, he's like a little boy up there, like a puppy done got lost. Can the man pass a bill? Just one single bill? And this Trump fellow doesn't seem to know how you treat a lady. It's indecent. I understand he's a man. I'm a man. We're all men. Did you ever see me embarrass Lady Bird like that in his own home? That man's like a bull. I need its nuts cut before it calms down. A little nut cut. And we have a black guy in the White House. What's his name? Obama? Really? You guys get Hoover to look at him? I mean, really look at him? And now we got a woman? I like her style. She can do that nut cutting real good. Look at how old Bill looks right now, right? Pretty sure she's going to win, but you know what? I'm going to get her Texas, too, just for laughs. Call up Connolly's ghost and his good old boys and win her Texas. Now give me a goddamn cigar and a fresco. LBJ, too. That's amazing. John, do you think there's a, there's a one... Do you think we can get one more ghost out here? Someone just <laughs> as famous. Maybe so. Let's try one more time. <laughs> I just think this definitely will be the last ghost. <laughs> Before John Wilkes Booth comes back and... <laughs> This is Clara Foltz. I am connecting from the 19th century, from the 1860s, when I became the first woman lawyer in the country, persuading the legislators in California eventually to change their laws. Donald, I will not trouble you with my advice because I know that you will not be heeding it. Hillary, you are a tough litigator. Don't try to be anything else. That's who you are. Once you're president, go with it. I've been reading some of your advisors' emails. I really suggest you go with the folks who are telling you that when you are paranoid and secretive and refuse to apologize, that's not a good look for you. <laughs> that near a person, she needs, seems to know what she's talking about. Some of those other yes folks, I'm not so sure. 
But look, Hillary, I know how much unwanted advice you're getting from all corners. So I'm going to go now back to the 19th century, but I'll be back on November 8th to see what happens. That was, wow. That was eerie. It was almost like they were in the room with us, those voices from the past. Um, we actually, none of us ran any of that by the others, so it, yeah. was, all, it, was, all, it was all de novo. For better or worse. Uh, thank you, Slate Plus. We'll talk to you next week.